Hello, everybody, and welcome to Here's What I'm Seeing, conversations from the front lines of life and leadership. I am your host, Adam Tarno, and I am joined today in studio by my good friend, Greg Crooks. Greg, welcome. How are you? Greg, it's uh, great to have you here. So let's set up our time. And what we're going to do to set up our time is we're going to talk about two lunches that we've had recently. So yep. why don't you talk about your lunch that you had uh, yesterday, right? Yes. Because yeah. it's really ironic that both of us, both of us had lunches yesterday that really set up our topic it's today. Crazy. So what and was there, your lunch? There's been a bunch of lunches like this. But yeah, so this week I sat across somebody that I, I really respect and like a lot. He, this individual has been very successful, sold a company. And so now he's using his best time and energy uh, with a nonprofit organization and um, himself, the other guys, very, very well funded, very well capitalized. They could really do anything with their time, yeah. have the money to do whatever. And um, he was kind of talking about this nonprofit. And, and as I listened to him, it was clear that the top priority for his life, for this organization, I mean, if he could have anything, do anything, would be to find a director of operations for this organization. Okay. And so he was asking a bunch of questions. He was working really hard to, f- to find that person. Um, he was very excited about the heart and the vision of this organization, but he was really obsessed with finding the operational horsepower to move the organization forward. Yeah. And so what's really funny is then yesterday I'm having a lunch. And again, we didn't know this until just a few minutes That's ago before right. we hit record. I'm having a lunch with a, a dear friend of mine who is with an organization, and uh, he's been there maybe 10, 12 years, is really risen through the ranks and is now basically a director of operations over there, kind of a partner as well with the the visionary leader that yep. they've got over there. And he was telling me about his, his career journey, and it really just started with him showing up and solving a bunch of problems. Uh, he just kept solving problem after problem after problem, executing on various things. And sooner or later, he just kind of, you know, he and the the owner just said, hey, let's let's restructure this agreement. Let's be partners. And now you get the opportunity to run uh, run the entire organization right now. So it was it was really uh, interesting because the leader of that organization was looking for this director of operations. Same the, thing. Yeah, the leader that you were talking to yesterday is looking for this director of operations. And so why do you think leaders are looking for this type of person right now? It's so interesting. I mean, I think that in the end, the execution is everything, yeah. no matter the organization. And so you kind of have to know who you are in this equation we'll talk about, but you have to have the vision, you have to have the ideas, you have to have the heart. But it, if you don't have the execution, you're not going anywhere. That's you're right. not going to accomplish anything. And so there's two huge puzzle pieces that we'll talk about today. Yeah. And both of those guys represented the first. They were after the second. Some like me would be the second after the first. Yeah. But it's a powerful formula for success. It really is. To have somebody that is an idea person matched with somebody who can execute uh, that is a kind of a match made in heaven. That's right, and, uh, and it is really helpful. And so today, what we want to do is we want to we want to talk about both of those, but have a little bit more of a bias towards that that person who executes. Because one of the other things that I think is important to admit here that you know, as you and I progress in our leadership journey, uh, we're starting to to realize more and more how cheap talk is yeah. and how, how ideas are easy, yeah. right? So, yeah, so talk about right. that. Yeah. Well, something that you taught me many, many years ago is um, people want to follow vision. And I agree with that. I mean, I, I probably overvalue that. People need to know where they're going. They want to follow the big leader with the big ideas. And I'm all in on that idea. But probably even more so, they want to follow clarity. Yes. And they want to be a part of an organization that is accomplishing things. And so again, you need both. I've never been good at the first, but thankfully, you know, I've I've 
you know, been developing my gifts in the second and helping people and organizations. And so I think that's what we'll spend our time on today. Yeah. We want to call this, and, I, and I'm going to I'm going to say this, and it's going to sound like um, overemphasizing it, but I do believe it's true. So I think I'd I'd, st- I'd stay in the ring with somebody and fight over it. This is the secret to success: is not just ideas and oh, we could or we should or I have a good picture in my mind of a preferred future. I mean, again, that's cheap. Anybody can do that. You, you just think about your organization right now. Anybody listening, whether it be somebody you know thinking about your family, your neighborhood, a nonprofit that you're a part of, your team at work. Ideas are easy. They are easy. Anybody can come up with ideas. The secret to success is can you execute on those? Okay, so we're going to talk about how to get stuff done, how to execute, how to have a bias towards action, uh, how to not just talk about ideas, but actually get some things done. So this is going to be able to help you in your own journey, just as you play your role on your team and, and how you can get things done where you are professionally. Uh, some of you may be business owners or or you know leaders in an organization. I think this is going to help you as an organization as well to make sure that you're not just spitting ideas out all the time, but you're actually doing the right thing so that your your company or your business or your nonprofit can be successful as well. So, Greg, when you talk about this over the years, I've heard you really just break this down into three principles. And so let's let's talk about each of these principles on and how these are going to help us have this bias towards action. So the first one is this: is to have a system to catch what needs to be done. So yeah, talk about that. that's right. So I just envision kind of a, a catcher's mitt or, or reaching up and just grabbing stuff. And, you know, in, I'll use this analogy with my business partner, Ben, we'll be at, at lunch and we'll be throwing around all sorts of great ideas. You know, we'll, we'll be sitting at a restaurant. He'll be going, what about, what about this? And I mean, we are, there's gold being, being kind of thrown out there. Uh, but it just, somebody's got it to grab it. Someone's got to put it on the list. Somebody's right. got to be working on that this afternoon or, or next week. And so there's got to be somebody, there's got to be a system to catch all of the ideas. They don't all have to be good ideas. Actually, they don't need to be executed because we'll talk about that. But it has to be somebody that is taking the notes, has to be someone that's catching all the ideas. You know, now as, as we're building houses, we'll sit for, you know, three or four hours in an architecture meeting, right? And there's all sorts of vision for homes and families being thrown out there. There's a bunch of stuff, but in the end, that has to get caught. It yeah. has to get on those plans and it has to be built in the house, you know, to come to be. So, Catching everything is a huge part of of anything execution related. So, how do you guys do that in those meetings with the with the families that are talking about their home? Because yeah, I'm sure it could be as detailed as uh, we want the windows to be this size, yeah. um, and we want the driveway to curve this way, or right, something like right. that. So, well, it's so funny because I watch the clients and I can see what they're doing. They're going. Who, who's writing this down right, right now? We have an older gentleman on our team, and and he his deal is no matter what, I'm going to have a, le, a, a yellow legal pad, and I'm going to be writing all those things down. Why? Not because that's the most efficient you know system in 2021, but because that's powerful to a client who they go, that guy's paying attention. Yeah. Because everybody is wondering whether you're the, the V, the visionary of the company, or you're a client in this example. People are, are asking themselves, hey, is this being caught? Is this going to happen? Is this going to be done? Because, I mean, I could take those notes, I guess, as the owner of the company or the right. client, because I care enough to, but I need someone that I can count on. Then you look across, you see someone writing that down, typing those notes out. 
that's powerful. Yeah. So uh, ideas are flying around. I could do this. We should do that. Those ideas are flying around. You've got to have a system where you catch all those yeah. and you and you put them in one place. Yeah. And so that you talk about that from an organizational perspective that when you're in these meetings with clients, there's a, a designated person who's got the yellow legal pad. That's right. This also happens personally too. So how do you handle this personally? What is your system for capturing what you need to do? Sure. Or what's your system right now? Sure. So, uh, uh, you know, there's a lot going on, right? But there's only a couple things that, that really matter. And so for me, like on the personal side, I just have a, a list in my phone via an app I use Todoist, which is just like, hey, these are all the things that I just thought of. You know, yep. when I was running, I was like, oh man, I've got to do this. And I'm not going to do it right then. That might not be a great idea. But personally, I have a personal system in my app where I'll just hit new new task and catch that. On the work side, I just I typically email it to myself and then it ends up on a document with all the other things. But if you're in the shower, if you're on a run, if you're working out, if you're on a walk, it's a system to go, okay, that just came into my head, either personally or on the work side. That's important. I need to remember that. And so it doesn't matter what your system is. It just matters that you have a system for effectively capturing those things. Yeah. So are you taking the phone in the shower to capture yes, these? Yes. I've got the waterproof phone. That's it's, amazing. It's fantastic. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah that's I can't right. tell you how many times I have had that happening uh, where I'm like, oh, this is an amazing idea. And I, and I go, the idea is so good, I'll never forget it, Yeah. right? And I don't write it down, and then yeah. I wake up the next day, and I can't remember it. So uh, I like that. So having the system to capture it, you know, it's really funny. Um, again, this was not planned. I used Todoist as well. Okay. I think that was personally for me has been one of the most helpful tools for capturing what I need to get done so that I personally can also have this bias towards action. And what I love about it are the, um, and we're not sponsored by Todoist, but again, Todoist, hit us up if you want, sure. if you want to sponsor Let the podcast. Know. <laughs> so um, uh, what I love are the categories, how you can put things yeah. in buckets. Yeah. And I love that uh, using, being disciplined to use the due date. So really when I'm in Todoist, I mean, there might be 50 things in there, but I only go to the today tab. And that's where I spend most of my time is every time I put it in, I try to put a due date. When do I need to think about this or get this done? Right. And that that has been really, really helpful for me. That's your system. I've got a system. Sounds like they're pretty similar, but everybody can have their own system. You you do you. But yeah. the, the thing is you have an effective way to catch the things that matter. Yep. You know, that and that could be on the work side, that could be on the personal side to go, okay, that's an important that's a good idea. That's an important thing. I've got to catch that. And then I can do that at another time. We'll talk about that next. But the first thing is just that that catcher's mitt. Can I uh, it, one time I've heard you talk about this and I want to know if you still teach it this way. Uh, catching everything in one spot. Yeah. Is that still true for you? And is that still something that you found to be helpful? So I do one spot for work, okay. One spot for personal, okay. And there you so go. Uh, those are kind of end up just being different gears. But I do have on the work side, I have one document. Everything ends up there. I'm in that thing every single day, and and that's just you know what we'll talk about later. It has everything, but then I'm moving to the top of the things that matter for that day. And go, okay, these are these are the three things that I'm going to work on today. Very good. Yeah, I like that a lot. So yeah, the uh, the one spot, I think, is another little life hack with all of that. Okay, so that's the first step. If you, as an organization, want to have a bias towards action, you've got to have a way to capture your ideas personally to have this, this uh, execution mindset and be somebody who gets something done. You've got to be able to catch the ideas and what needs to be done. That's step one. All right, principle two is this, is to have a system to prioritize when things need to yeah, be done. Yeah. So talk about so that. So now you have all the things, right? You have all the potential priorities. That's a huge first step. But when are when are they a priority? Is that something that needs to be done today, this week, this month, this quarter, this year? It's just a good idea for the future. So how do you prioritize all of those? And so 
going through your list, thinking about, for me, thinking about today, you know, thinking about, okay, uh, the end of the week, I've got to have that done. So it is just going through the exercise of what's important right now. Yeah. Uh, How do you guys handle this uh, organizationally? How do you guys prioritize things? Because uh, I, I hear from a lot of people that work on teams or big, you know, fast moving, fast paced organizations uh, the problem is too many priorities, right. right? We're trying to get 50 things done. That's right. And you, have, you have a finite amount of time, right? And so this is where I think communication's huge. And so if you have a business partner, in my sense, you have a, a, a boss, a board, a team, you want to you wanna stack hands on this. You want to align. You want to gain agreement, especially if you're going to spend a lot of time or certainly if you're going to spend money. You want to go, okay, we talked about this at that lunch. Like That sounded like a really, really good idea. Last week we had lunch. That sounded like a really good idea. So let's let's talk about those. Let's talk about the time that would would be invested. Let's talk about the financial commitment. And in the end, you're, you're before I call this telegraphing. You're going, hey, this is where I'm going to spend our time, my time, your money, my money. These, what do you think about this? Do you agree with this? Before you're spending all of that, you're just going, okay, if if in a month we spent a bunch of time but got this done, would that be a big win? So you're stacking hands, you're telegraphing where you're spending your time and your money. And I think that's a huge part of this. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, sometimes the prioritization is easy because it is just due dates. You know, it's like, all right, well, I got to get this report to this client or maybe for you guys, the schematics or the drawings. Right. All right, we got to get to the drawings to this family by Thursday and we promise the other ones by Monday. So I'm going to prioritize Thursday over Monday. Sometimes it's easy. That's right. Oftentimes it's not. And I, and what I'll notice, um, so let's just talk to maybe somebody who is maybe more in that kind of, you know, just this term of middle management right yeah. now. So they're leading a team, but they're also, they're also have bosses above them. One of the conversations that I wish I, I would see teams uh, engage in more is let's wrestle down what are the key priorities? How should I force rank yeah. this? And I see a lot of leaders that want to have this bias towards action, but they become overwhelmed. And this would happen in my own career, right? That I could just get overwhelmed. It's like there's 15 things to do. Right. And having one simple conversation with your boss or with your team to just go, all right, guys, we got 15 things here. We really do have to force rank the top three. Let's do this. It, it's not efficient. Right. But it's effective. Right. And and you don't want to just get a bunch of stuff done. You want to get the right things done. That's right. Good. And so one of the things that you can do as a leader is to to break the tie and and force clarity. Again, to what you taught me, people want clarity. And so you go, okay, I've got client A, client B, client C. This is happening. You know, we got two two days before the weekend. What's the priority? A leader removes that confusion, brings clarity. Okay, got it. That let's focus on that today, yeah. and then you next week comes and you've got all the other things right. But um, if you know leading up wise, asking, hey, what do you think the priority is? Yeah. Leading down, going, okay, great question. Let's let's make sure we're prioritizing. Yeah, there was a quote I read this week by Donald Miller that I thought is helpful uh, for this conversation. That if you are somebody who's sitting there and you're looking at a to do list with four or five different priorities. Here's a way to kind of break the tie before you have the conversation with the leader or your boss or the owner of the company. And Donald Miller says this, uh, what can you do that will generate for the company the greatest economic return? Yeah. Right. And I just thought, what a, you know, it's a, it's a simple question, but if you're going to not, if you're going to try to think like the owner, the owner is probably going to be motivated to do something that's going to generate an economic return. So if you could get a personal project done that's going to make your office look more organized, or if you could do something that's going to help move 
uh, a project forward for a client that will allow you to send that final invoice. Yeah. Maybe that's the one that should be the priority, not 100%. just, uh, you know, organizing your files. And that's on, that's on the, the business side. And then a good example on the home front, like with my wife, Alicia, if I'm going to spend a bunch of time on the weekends, I'm going to maybe not be available to help with the kids and all that. I'm going to spend three hours on a Saturday. I want to make sure that she agrees that that's going to be a win, right? The the whole love language thing. Like if I spend three hours, you know, doing the landscaping, she doesn't care about landscaping. She's like, where are you, dad? You know, that's a great example on the personal side of making sure that you're aligned before you spend all that time. And so going into the weekend going, hey, I'm thinking about doing this. Do you think that would be a win? What are your thoughts? And again, before you put the three or four hours in. Yep. Yeah. It usually, typically what I've seen is two people get together, they'll agree the th- on the things that need to get done, but they disagree on the priority of those. That's right. And so those are the good conversations right. to engage in. So that's good. Okay. So you have the system to catch what needs to be done. You have the system to prioritize when things need to be done. And that's usually done by conversations, force ranking based on deadlines and due dates and things like that. And then the last step in all of this is to have a system to execute mm-hmm. uh, these ideas and actually get them done. That's so talk right. About I that. mean, the tyranny of the urgent is so powerful in every every part of, of our life. And I feel like more than ever, especially during you know this global pandemic, the temptation to spend a ton of time on news sites, yeah. social media, emails are just coming in left and right. And so there's you, you have an onslaught of a, a bunch of potential things that you can spend your time on. But in the end, you've caught you've caught these bunch of potentially great ideas. You've done the hard work of prioritizing. And you go, okay, great. Before the weekend comes, I have to do this. This new week, these are my big priorities. And things come up and you reprioritize, you communicate, you stack hands, you get alignment with your team. But in the end, it's it's the relentless execution. It's the doing yep. that is going to matter for any organization. And so for me, you know, if I could give you know your listeners one piece of advice, I try to have two chunks of time mm. every day where I get away from all those distractions. I turn my email off. I turn my group text off. Put your head down, work for an hour, hour and a half, and then come back up. Yep. You know, then text your friends and you know, check social media if you need to, news if you need to, what's what's going on in your inbox that could be valuable. My huge waste of time. So it's those chunked, prioritized um, you know, hour, hour and a half where you are executing, you are doing, you're finishing. That word. I, I mm. means a lot to me. Yeah. Finish. Finish. And uh, don't just have a bias towards action. Don't just be, you know, kind of doing a lot, but be somebody that finishes. Cross it all the way across. It's, you know, that Lencioni has that new framework um, called the working genius, and one of them is tenacity. Yes. And that's just the grit to finish it, and that's huge. Yeah, it really is. It, it is really becoming one of the skills that the modern-day professional needs to be successful, and you can't outsource it. I mean, this is just you figuring out how to turn down the noise in your life right. so that you can get to the things on your to-do list, right. whether that be visionary, you know, being a visionary and, yeah. and writing down ideas, or it is actually executing on things. An essential skill is becoming how do you finish the projects That's and right. the tasks on your list. And so, yeah, if I think about my own life, I mean... Turning off the email is uh, is helpful. Trying to find the times of the day where it is the most quiet, yeah. and so a lot of what I need to do or what I want to do is writing. And so, I mean, as weird as this sounds, I am a night owl by nature. Okay, but uh, I have uh, I can say I have been able to train myself to get up in the morning early uh, before anybody in my house gets up, and try to spend at least thirty minutes doing some writing. And 
It's just, it's the way I have to do it now, because other than that, it's just not going to happen That's during right. the day, because there's going to be so many other things. An, an hour in the early morning for me is worth five or six hours later on in the day. That's there's right. just less competing for your attention. There's less distraction. And, and you know, I think this is a self-leadership conversation. You got to know, you know, when you're at your best, yep. and you want to do your, your best and most important work when you're at your best. And That's so right. there's probably people listening that are the opposite of us, and at midnight, they're crushing it. Yep. I'm like, my goodness, I've been asleep for, for an hour and a half, two hours. That's right. But knowing, okay, this is when I'm going to do my very best stuff. I've, I've caught it, I've prioritized it, and then I'm using that very best time in the morning yep. to execute the things that really I matter. Love, Dr. Ned Hollowell, who wrote Crazy Busy, called it the morning burst, Yeah, right? That you use your morning burst and it doesn't have to be in the morning. And I love that freedom. So similar to what we talked about with Catch It, lots of different systems. Use the one that works for you. Right. And then for execution, pick the the time of day where when you're at your best right. to get those most critical right. tasks and done. And finish it. And, you know, at, at any given time, like, for example, in our business on, on a Friday, we send um, really robust email communications to our clients. And we just say, hey, these are some pictures of your job site this week. This is what happened. This were the wins. These are the challenges. This is what we're going to be after next week. And on Fridays, that that's huge. Yeah. And so you probably have a bunch of other potential priorities. Most of them you can handle the next week. But on Fridays, you need to make sure you get those emails out. And those are really important. How you communicate to a client in a home building process is huge. So that's really what matters. Yeah. You know? So put your head down, knock it out, finish it, ship it. That's a word that that's I learned right, yeah. from you. Finish it and then go, okay, here we go. That's right. I love that. So again, some simple things, but so profound and so relevant to today's conversation or just where we are in, in, in this world to have this system to catch it, prioritize it, and then to finish it, to execute it. And, and there's definitely some, uh, this is the difference maker, right? Between those who are just filled with great ideas and those who are actually making an impact and getting some things done. That's right. And what a great reputation to have, you know, as an employee of, or uh, a team member of, I can trust that person, yep. right? I can trust that person because I can hand them something to do. Right. And it's as good as done once it makes it on their list. Yep. That's really good. That's huge. Okay, so um, Greg, this has been really helpful. I'll just give you the floor for one last uh, one last time. So, if you were gonna, you know, just have some final thoughts on this, anything that you want want to share with our listeners? Yeah, I mean, I think you got to know who you are in this conversation, right? The whole know who you are, like who you are, be who you are is a life lesson to write down. That's right. So, um, if you are, let's say, let's use V and I. If you're a visionary, if you wake up with a bunch of ideas and you're entrepreneurial, you're big picture, you think sales, business development, and branding, I would I would want you to do the really hard work of, okay, can I afford, probably earlier than you think in your business, can I afford to hire the I, the yeah. integrator, the executor, the trusted, get it done, bias to action person? Because I think what, what happens is people, if you're a V, people use their just, they white knuckle their way to getting stuff done in the early stages of their career, yeah. right? And then they make some money. Then they're like, okay, I'm going to hire that second person. And I would just say, if you did it earlier, you could probably, you probably would have gotten even further faster. So um, can you find that person that can be the other end of the equation for you? And I think you would see your business soar. Um, if, if you're that person, if you're the second person, me, I, embrace that yep. and go, okay, great. I don't need to try to be that other person. I need to say, okay, God has given me these gifts and I can serve, I can help. 
Uh, for me, I've just like a magnet tried to surround myself with the V, mm. the idea person, because I know that when we come together, we are going to build something really, really special. So be the person that's the trusted executor. Be the person at lunch that's asking great questions, drawing out all the ideas, catch it. Yeah. And go, okay, great. Prioritize it. Let's talk. Is this still the right thing? Do we want to do this? That was that just a crazy moment at lunch? And that's a bad idea. We should not do it because that's yeah. a, that's a discipline. And then in the end, be the trusted executor. Be the person that follows up. Obsess yourself with execution. One thing at a time. One day at a time. One hour chunk at a time in the morning. One hour chunk in the afternoon. And if you do that. That's the secret to success. It really is. That's huge. It really is. And this is uh, when you and I were talking last week. I loved what you said. <laughs> and it was kind of, you were just kind of joking of just going, uh, I really see this getting stuff done and executing is the secret to success. And then you talked about what is not the secret, right? Okay. And, and what is not the secret is to be smart. No. Or to have a degree from a prestigious university, uh, to have an amazing resume. Uh, for you and I, this is helpful. You don't have to be tall. Good. Right. You don't have to be good looking. You don't have to be funny or particularly winsome, right? Just get some stuff done. That's right. And you are going to separate yourself from the crowd. You know, and a lot of times, um, even if you don't know a lot about a certain industry, you know, you can just add value by doing these things. Because again, a lot of people have the ideas, they have the industry knowledge, but it's just the person that can just go, I don't, man, I don't know anything, but can I ask this question? And can I facilitate this conversation? And then just going, okay, great. I'm going to be the one who catches, prioritizes, and executes. Catch, prioritize, execute, know who you are, like who you are, be who you are. Awesome advice. Thank you so much, Greg, for stopping by the studio today. It was fun to chat with you. That was fun. Enjoyed it. Hey there, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to Here's What I'm Seeing. Never miss an episode by subscribing. You can do that on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever it is that you listen to your podcast. Also, I got one more favor. If you have found this resource helpful for you on your leadership journey, would you do me a favor then and go over to adamtarno.com, hit the free ideas button that is right there in the menu. Because once a week, I send out an email filled with ideas to help you become a more engaging leader. And if you like this podcast, I think you're going to really like that email. It just shows up in your inbox. It's magical and it's free. And here's my guarantee. I guarantee it's going to help. And if it doesn't, then you can just unsubscribe. That's adamtarno.com. That's all for this episode. We'll talk to you again next time.